Hey guys, welcome to the Candid Confidence Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Pardy from CandidConfidence.com. I'm a confidence coach, blogger, and online course instructor here to help you unleash your inner badass. This podcast is for the girl who is ready to ditch the self-doubt, overcome the overthinking, and live a life that feels fearless and free. So let's do the damn thing. Hi love, welcome, welcome to the Candid Confidence Podcast. If you came here to get all jazzed up on why you deserve to live your hashtag best life and learn how to make that easy AF, you came to the right place. Today we're going ham on intention setting and the real hardcore science of how it works, why it works, why it's so important to get in the habit. And essentially, setting intentions is manifestation. Deciding to create a specific result in your life, believing it'll happen, and making shit happen. Okay, so of course I have to update you quickly on the latest at Candid Confidence Headquarters, and that is Confidence Manifested. This three-month program teaches you my fundamental process of how I change my own life and how I help my clients change theirs. It's the science of why we are the way we are, constantly judging, comparing, worrying what others are thinking about us, and wondering if we measure up to them afraid to set big goals, afraid to ask for what we want, letting fear run our lives. Once we know the background of this, we'll get clear on the changes we wanna make and I'll be taking you through the process of becoming an energetic match for the life you want. So for three months, you'll be learning confidence, manifestation, mindfulness techniques to get you aligned and connected to your highest self. And then we'll be putting goals together that will take us to our best life. People are always asking me how to stay accountable. They start doing the inner work, start meditating, or maybe they want to start doing affirmations, using personal development tools, but they just can't seem to stay on track. The accountability you're looking for is inside of this program. Think of this as joining a gym for your mindset with your very own personal trainer, me. (laughs) This is a small group program, keeping it that way for lots of one-on-one interaction and it's filling up fast. So snag your spot today by going to the link in the show notes. Okay, so who is ready to talk about intention setting? I have been feeling so, so connected lately and just feeling so much clarity and connection to my highest self and to my soul. And I feel like I'm experiencing less and less fear and more of an ability to see the vision of who I can become, who I am becoming. And that's a big part of what all the things I want to talk about with you are. Clearing your mind from the overthinking and allowing for clarity and focus so that you can manifest the good stuff. So when we're deciding to manifest something, we're basically setting an intention of what we want and setting ourselves up to only be available for that result. We start to see more of what we focus on in our lives, right? And this has been showing up in my life like crazy recently, just so many synchronicities happening just in the past few days. And it's just what I'm putting my energy into is what I'm seeing. And it's so crazy um, when this happens. It's so, it's really weird actually, but it's so freaking cool. It's like this past week I was complaining to my husband about how I never get to go dancing. And the next morning I turned on a podcast that just happened to talk about how dancing actually opens up the sacral chakra. So of course, like I'm craving it. And I set an intention actually earlier this week when I was going to an event to take a picture with Sidney Crosby to meet him and take a picture with him. He's, he's one of the best hockey players in the world. He's a really big deal here in Pittsburgh. Um, I went to an event with the Pittsburgh Penguins were, were at, and of course it happened. I got my picture with him. I also set an intention 
um, when I was like way on the other side of the city. I was just driving along. I was thinking I needed to go to TJ Maxx um, because they didn't have the size of something that I found there. And I was seriously so far from my house in a random spot and like really far away on like the way other side of the highway, I see a TJ Maxx sign. Like it's crazy when your brain starts to align you with the things that you decide you want and the things that you, if you can decide and believe in something, your subconscious mind will just draw it into your focus. It's bizarre. So that's just a random update of my week. So anyways, let's dive into the science part, shall we? Because we all need a little reassurance, a little background, other than the spiritual woo-woo energy stuff um, from the law of attraction, right? And this is just really interesting. You've probably heard of the placebo effect. This is when certain unknowing participants in a study are given a fake treatment, such as a sugar pill, when the rest of the group is given the actual medicine. Um, research shows that up to 70% of the time, holy shit, that's a lot, right? 70% of the time, placebos work. What does that tell us? It tells us the human brain, which obviously created everything around us, all of the technology, the internet, cars, helicopters, cruise ships, your cell phone. It can also create its own effects on our body. If we, if we believe we're taking a pill that's going to heal us, it often does. So do we always need chemicals to fix us? Or do we sometimes just need belief? There have even been studies where fake surgeries have been performed and the participants given the placebo surgery, the fake surgery ended up fixed. Like that's insane. What about the lesser known observer effect? Observer effect. I think I said observer. This is actually the reverse. When the doctors are providing the treatment or drugs that they are confident and believe will work, they've always used it, they give it to a patient, they will see positive results even when none exist. That's why double blind studies are performed where neither the doctor nor the precipitant, oh my God, I can't talk today. Neither the doctor nor the participants know who's receiving the placebo. Wild, right? So is it all just perspective? Do we see what we believe we will see? Okay, so let's hop out of the medicine world and talk about education. Do expectations impact results in the classroom too? Let me explain the Pygmalion effect. In the 1960s, researchers selected teachers and had some of their students complete a test. And they were told this test would indicate which students were going to be intellectual bloomers who were destined for success. The teachers were told which students performed highly on this test, when in reality, it was just random students that, that were picked that did not have any results or there was no reason to believe they were high performers. Okay, so the teachers are told, hey, these three students in your class are gonna excel. The results, these randomly selected students whom the teachers believed to be bloomers, gained major points by the end of the year towards verbal ability, reasoning, and even gained IQ points. This is just the first string of a bunch of studies that have been done um, and showed similar results. There's actually, unfortunately, also been the opposite um, where teachers were told that certain students would be low performing. And unfortunately, those students also experienced the same self-fulfilling prophecy. 
So what I mean, kind of what went on here. I mean, I don't I don't know that something you know mystical happened here. Um, what what probably occurs is the teachers have students that they are told and that they believe have some type of special intellectual abilities and are going to be high performers. You might give them a little extra attention. You might nod at them. You might smile at them. You might kind of almost make them a, a favorite without realizing. And I'm sure they didn't do that, you know, to be to be harmful to the other students or anything. But we do those things subconsciously, right? And we give maybe extra attention to that, and it, it literally becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. And when those students have someone believing in them, they can sense that, right? Like, you can you can sense what people think of you, and and those the energy that people give off of whether or not they really believe in you, right? We we can always do that. So those students probably had that sense of being believed in, and when you believe in yourself, guys, miracles freaking happen. Wouldn't it be great if we all had like a personal teacher and a doctor guiding our lives, expecting us to be high performers, believing in us, believing in our success and giving us placebos to make us healthy without actually needing any actual medical treatment? Well, I mean, we probably won't be able to convince doctors to start sneaking us placebos, right? But this is exactly how the manifestation process works within ourselves. It all starts with us developing a true, unshakable belief in ourselves, a belief so strong that it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Do you ever wonder how people make it out of poverty, out of the hood, where they just don't have the same you know, opportunities, and even more importantly, they don't feel believed in. They don't really see other people around them succeeding, so they don't believe that it's possible for them. And how do some people exceed all the expectations imposed on them and become prominent members of society against all odds? Most of the time, it's because they developed a belief in themselves. And you don't need a doctor in a white lab coat or a teacher standing up in front of you to convince you that you will be successful. True power comes to us when we learn that we can have that same impact on ourselves. And if you really think about it, everything that exists around us was created in our minds, a human mind. Whenever we decided, you know, whenever the Wright brothers decided they wanted to start flying, airplanes didn't just drop from heaven. No one thought they were logical, right? Nobody was saying, oh yeah, like that's a great career to just make us be able to fly. Like, no, it sounded crazy. But the power to do that was always there. They just had to think differently. They just had different thoughts and therefore they created something out of them. And it's the same with all inventions that we have, like telephones and texting. They were probably, you know, sounded ridiculous at the time. The way we kind of um, think now of, you know, Elon Musk and he wants to like build a city on Mars or whatever in the next, um, you know, 20 or 50 years. It sounds crazy. But when people start to think differently, shit happens. Nothing falls from heaven, no new materials exist, just thoughts, just thought patterns changing and new ideas dreaming up, essentially. Thoughts become things. What we allow ourselves to think about, to dwell on, to fantasize on, to focus on, all of that can become reality if we believe in it. Okay, so how do we get ourselves into a place of unshakable belief in ourselves? This is where things get deep. We've got to start examining our existing beliefs, many of which probably consist of self-doubt and start pulling them apart to shed those layers of ourselves. 
get to our core. So in your journaling, start writing down different statements that come to your mind. Your limiting belief statements. It could be, I'll always be broke. In my career path, there aren't ways to make more than 40 grand a year. Let's say that's a statement. Let's say that's something that, 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 oh my God, I really can't talk. Let's say that's something that runs through your mind, right? You believe you're kind of held back in that sense. So pick it apart. Write that statement down and ask yourself, is that true? Can you know beyond a shadow of a doubt that it is? Has anyone ever made more than 40 grand a year in your field? Anyone. Or maybe it's I'll never lose weight. I just can't stick to a workout. I can't, I can't stick to eating healthy. It'll never happen for me. I'll never love my body. Same thing here. Is it true? How can you know that? How can you be 100% certain? I want you to rewrite these statements into their positive opposite statement. So basically flipping it on its head is what I call it. So flipping that one might be, I love my body. I nourish it with healthy food and exercise regularly. That's who I am. It doesn't sound true at this exact moment, right? Um, but once we can acknowledge that some of our beliefs are in fact limiting beliefs, they're the reason we're held back, not the actual facts, because these aren't facts. We can learn to let those beliefs go. So imagine we're rewriting the statement about our career in, in a more positive light. Imagine we start to believe that money flowed to us easily and that we can always create more income. If we focused on that, is it possible we might start to see doors opening versus doors closed? Might we start attracting more of that into our lives? Remember that the subconscious mind will always lead you to see, to visually see the things that you believe are true. That's why it's so hard to change our minds around things. Because we're, we're led towards things that we've decided are true and normal. But we get to decide what things we decide are true and normal. The trick here is to start believing and speaking into existence these things before they happen. You've got to learn to hold the belief. Once the belief becomes ingrained, we're able to become that version. We start to align ourselves with that version because our subconscious thinks it's true. The subconscious mind makes over 90% of our decisions for us. So if we make it believe that we're that version of ourselves that is healthy and successful, it'll start to show us opportunities we never saw before and ways it can happen for us. And we'll start to make decisions leading us closer to it without even realizing it. That is manifestation in a nutshell. Essentially, this is the process. Um, this is the type of thing we, we go much deeper in my courses um, and what we'll be doing in Conference Manifested, but you get the picture, like picking apart our beliefs to figure out where we're holding ourselves back. A lot of the time we end up finding that things we never wanted to do or shied away from were actually just, it's just a block that's there. It's just a belief block. That's all that's there. Okay, so let's get into making intention setting a part of your normal life. Just like everything else, it takes time for this to become automatic. In the meantime, we'll have to write down reminders for ourselves to keep this front of mind. It could be a sticky note, a reminder on your phone, and your planner, wherever. But basically, you just want to get in the habit of setting intentions for everything. If you're going to the grocery store, I want you to set an intention of it going extremely well, of it being fun, and of it not being annoying at all. 
if you're going to meet up with a group and you're like nervous, kind of feeling like social anxiety, maybe you aren't going to know anyone or you're shy, set an intention of being open and approachable and literally that you are like a glowing beam of light and everyone in the room is talking to you and you're having a blast. <laughs> that meeting with your boss that you're dreading, set an intention of how it will go before it happens. Decide, decide how it's going to go. Set an intention for your week for health. What this looks like really will vary for everyone. A lot of people have a lot of success with visualization. So like visualizing the best case scenario before the thing and holding on to those feelings of it going well. But for me, I really don't do well with visualization. I just like can't get images and, and videos into my mind clearly. Like this will make a lot of sense to, to those of you who can relate. Um, but I work really well with speaking things into existence, writing them down, or just kind of sitting in the feelings and holding on to the belief and allowing the limiting beliefs and self-doubt to just kind of slip, slip away. You want to basically decide how something is going to go and convince yourself of it. The really incredible part is uh, over time, it will start to become automatic. So for me, I used to dread all kinds of things in my life. Like work, for example, I would lay in bed worrying about how something was going to go the next day. So I started when I go to bed each night, I now lay there as I'm falling asleep. I literally fall asleep to this every night, depending on what I'm trying to work on, but I'll just be holding the belief and, and, um, of it going well. And, and, uh, you know, believing that I'm going to wake up and the thing I'm doing or whatever the thing is goes super well. And now it's pretty much become automatic. So instead of automatically, like previously I was automatically worrying, right? My mindset was just like always the what ifs. Now I'm pretty much automatically expecting things to go well in my life, which is just a much better way to live. Like it's just so much more fun and, and free spirited and then easy and happy. Earlier we talked about placebos and the fact that they work up to 70% of the time. Oh, and before I forget to mention this, there's a really good documentary on Netflix. It's called Heal. It is so good. Seriously, go watch it. And actually, The Secret, if you're interested, is has a documentary on Netflix as well. So check that one out too. So, okay. Um, placebos work up to 70% of the time. And this seriously makes me wonder how many of our problems, health or anything else, and this is exactly what, what the Heal documentary talks about and the Secret documentary. But it makes me wonder, like, are we just creating problems in our minds? And if we can fix them with a placebo, can we fix them without a placebo by just having the same belief that we would be taking with a pill? I used to get colds pretty frequently, several times a year. And honestly, guys, I haven't had one in, in well over a year. Knock on wood. I'm not actually knocking on wood, but... I have though woken up though with like that tickle in my throat and started feeling like I was getting sick like many times, like several times in the past year. Actually just last, maybe two weeks ago this happened. I was like definitely getting sick. And I swear to you on my life, I just focus and decide that my body heals itself. That's one of my affirmations. My body heals itself because I believe in that. And I say it over and over and over and I say, I am so grateful for my perfect health. And I just focus on, on holding that belief. My favorite thing though is, and you can do this if you're getting sick or if you're kind of just in a funk, maybe you're like kind of sad or whatever it is, PMSing, I don't know. You can do this whenever, but I lay in bed um, on those evenings 
And as I'm falling asleep, I'm like visualizing or meditating on the idea of waking up tomorrow feeling amazing. And I visual and I like sit in the feelings of like being so grateful that I'm all better and I'm feeling energized. I picture myself or I, I try to picture myself like saying to someone, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm like feeling so much better. And I swear to you, this shit works. I always, I, like I also tend to wake up a few times in the middle of the night and I always fall back asleep in the same thoughts. So like I've committed to like when I wake up in the middle of the night to pee, when I lay back in that bed, I'm spending, I'm using that time to like sit in the feelings of, of what I want to manifest. So like feeling good when I wake up and I swear by this. And am I 100% immune to disease? Like, of course not. But if you believe that placebos work, which you probably do, how is this any different? I also, just a little tidbit since we are entering, um, you know, school season and flu season, I also take Zycam, <clears throat> excuse me, and it's like a natural remedy for cold. And I've taken this for years and years and years, and it does, it does really help. But it never worked fully as much as my intention setting of just being healthy. And I also drink a ton of water, especially when I'm sick. So it's not like I'm, you know, totally only using my mindset. Um, but I think I do the other things because I just have this belief that I can knock this shit out of me and I don't actually need to ever be sick. And I fully believe you can dictate your life based on setting intentions. If you don't believe me, just Google some shit on the placebo effect and, you know, how would that work? How is that any different? So why is everyone on planet Earth not living an abundant as fuck life, feeling healthy, being positive and energized and manifesting business success and wealth? Because it just doesn't happen right away. It doesn't. For most people, it takes a ton of time doing these things over and over and over and committing to it to start to believe. And even with me with, with getting sick, like the first couple times I did that practice of, of just holding the belief that I was already better and that I was already feeling better. Like the first couple times I, I did have some symptoms, but um, not like a full blown cold. And now it just like knocks it out of me because I, my belief is just so much stronger now because I've seen how it works. But it takes like practice essentially. And building belief in certainty, it generally takes people time. And what does our society hate the most? Waiting. <laughs> we want Amazon Prime two-day shipping for everything. We want to check in on, on a Yelp app so that we don't have to wait at the restaurant. We want to Google the answers or just you know shout in our living room and have Alexa give us the answer. We want it yesterday. Literally, it's a saying um, that we need something or we want something like yesterday, right? So we give up. We start doing the mindfulness. We start meditating. We start trying to use manifestation. We start exercising. We start eating healthy, whatever it is. And we don't see results instantly and we give up. So I want you to set intentions around that too. Whenever you're trying something new, or maybe it's not new, but you just want to decide, set an intention for how long you're going to do it. And like part of this is going to have to be convincing yourself to actually stick to the intention. But remember that our subconscious mind will learn whether or not we stick to what we decide we're going to do. Do we stick to the things we say we're going to do or do we just give up after a week? We eat a cookie and then we just give up on eating healthy. So our subconscious mind knows that. And if we're always giving up, guess what it's going to lead us to do? 
guess what's going to give us excuses to do that we don't know our excuses, right? Because we don't really see our own excuses. We see other people's excuses. Yeah, it's going to give us that. It's going to give us reasons to give up. But if you can commit to training your brain that, yes, I do the things I'm going to do because I am my own best friend and I will not let her down, your mind will learn over time that we are committed to the things we say we're going to do. So instead of giving us excuses to give up, it's just going to lead us to decisions that lead us to the thing we want. It's literally crazy. But the accountability part is always the hardest. And that's exactly why I run my programs like Confidence Manifested. Because when you make a commitment that involves an investment into yourself, you're just a lot more likely to stick to it. You've like decided at the time that you, you know, make that investment, you're like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to make this investment. This has to work out. You know, this needs to work out. It's like, it's like signing on for a gym membership. You're a lot more likely to go than that free gym in your apartment building or that, you know, you could just watch a YouTube video and do a workout. But when you kind of put the investment behind it, it, it makes an energetic shift for you. And by going through the program with a group, you have the accountability built in. But let's talk about your homework for today. So your homework obviously is to set some intentions. And I want you to try my, my sleeping thing. I want you to lay in bed and picture tomorrow going freaking perfect. Picture your day being fabulous. Picture yourself feeling energized, whatever you wanna manifest. Practice setting intentions for little things. Like pick a few little things in your life. Maybe it's just like an evening in with, with your husband. Like um, maybe you just could set an intention that it's gonna be extra fun, extra romantic. Kind of picturing that end result ahead of time. Like picturing yourself um, thinking or saying to someone the next day, like, oh my God, my night was so cute and romantic. It wasn't just a typical Netflix and chill. Whatever, just like picking little things and deciding they're gonna go a certain way and then watch them go that way once you can, once you can build the belief. Allow this to become your life. One in which you are in full control of. You decide, like you decide, and you watch it come to life. I know you can do this and I believe in you. And if you just commit to this stuff and commit to making this your life, you will see the changes. Okay, love, that's all I've got for you today. I'll be back next Sunday bringing you another episode. But in the meantime, let's get you subscribed. Let's give me a five-star review so you can help other women find this podcast. Hop over to Instagram. Join me on there to stay up to date with the latest. I'm at candid.confidence. And I love you. I will see you next week.
Oh, oh, oh.